Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Elijah Fire, episode number 20. That's right, guys. We made it to the 20s. Episode 20, I'm super excited, and I'm really excited about this episode. All right, so my guest today is, um, like I said, I've been really looking forward to this one. Um, He is a passionate worshiper. He has a passion for ministering to people and releasing healing through flags. Uh, A lot of you guys have seen people during worship waving their flags around. Uh, And so we're going to talk a lot about that. I've been really looking forward to it because it's an area that I don't know a ton about, admittedly. Um, And so I've been really looking forward to this. So let's bring in my guest today, Caleb Brundage. How you doing, man? Good, doing good, Jeff. Yeah. Did I say your last name right? Brundage? Yeah, you did. It's, okay. Yeah. It's it's pretty pretty intuitive on how to pronounce it, I think, but yeah, you, you never know, man. Um, so uh Caleb, thank you so much for being on the show, man. I've heard a lot of good things about you. Um yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So before we get started, why don't you give a little introduction about what you do, who you are, all that okay. good stuff? So I'm Caleb Brundage. Um, I do flags and banners primarily, but I do uh, a lot of evangelism also. Uh, flags and banners have pretty much taken me all over the world uh, since I, I started with them. But um, yeah, I love evangelism. I, I love creating. I also do music. I love playing the drums. I just, I've been trying to play the guitar a little bit and just kind of like all around, just whatever creative thing I think I can do, I try to do it uh, with a purpose just to create atmosphere because yeah. I love to just create atmosphere with sound and yeah. music and flags and drums and yeah. all of that. Yeah. And we're going to put some links. You'd sent us a couple of links to some videos um, off of your Facebook. I want to post those links. They'll be down below in this uh, the description. So you guys can actually see some quick little snippets of him during worship. The dude is, the dude's a wild man. Like, man, it's crazy. Um, uh so my my question is like did you were flags always a part of the way you you know you worshiped or was it was there when did that start for you no so man oh i forgot i dj also so flags i was flags was not always a part of my life Mm um i got into flags just kind of like by almost kind of like i say mistake but when you look back on it it was just a move of god Mm because i lived in new jersey and at the time when I was living in New Jersey, I was DJing. And so I had uh, me and some friends from my church. We wanted to dance and just have a good time and without having to go out to the club. So we just pretty much started like a club called DJ Caleb. No, it was called K- club, club Caleb. And I was DJ Caleb. And in that whole midst of DJing and stuff, I started just really diving into the prophetic so I wanted to just like prophetically mix songs and stuff like that, whatever, you know, I would hear from God and just, I would add like preaching prophetic words into the mix, throw, mm. throw down a beat, add some prophetic words in the mix and everything. Oh. And along with the time I started, someone started introducing me to Jason Upton. And so mm. Jason Upton, I would just like go anywhere I could hear or Jason Upton live within a three hour driving in Jersey and Maryland and all over that area in, in there was really at one of his um, uh, worship sets. It was in Pennsylvania at Life Center in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. And there were dancers on the stage, dancers in the audience, and they were just prophetically going moving and they had fabric and flags and everything. And it was just like, wasn't anything new because I grew up, I grew up Baptist slash Pentecostal. So I say I'm Baptist Costal. So I was used to the, 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 the charismatic movement of displaying flags and banners and, yeah. and all that. And it just never was never my thing. It never hit me. But I was sitting on the second row at this church and just it was something that I guess the, the prophetic atmosphere infusion and everything, you know, and I saw the flags and I said, oh, I'll try that, you know. And I walked, I left my seat, went to the back of the church and found a corner and I found uh, some flags and I just picked them up and just started waving them and did it for, I don't even think I did it for the whole song. And literally I came back to my seat 
And the pastor's wife and the assistant pastor's wife came over to me and they laid hands on me and they said, um, oh, we want you to just, they just pray something like going into heaven uh, and see what God has for you, bring it back down to earth and start doing it. And, you know, I remember one word they said, you know, take him up to the heavens and let him see the heavens, wow. Father, and let him bring it back down to the earth, you know. Mm. And all I knew was a heaven. I didn't know it was heavens, yeah. <laughs> you know, and that just really kind of like stuck in me. I, nothing happened. There wasn't like a flash, bang, bam, nothing like that for a moment. <laughs> I just like, okay, my honest thought was like, these ladies are crazy. I don't know what they're yeah. doing. This is kind of like all kind of like still new to me. Yeah, yeah. Well, I left that event. I went back home, went to a local Christian bookstore, and I bought my first flag. My first flag was silver. I complained about the price because I said it was too much. It was it was looked so simple, just like a it was a, a a a stick with a hymn. But I didn't know how to sew. I didn't know anything about it. Mm -hmm. Try to talk the guy down and make a deal with him. He yeah. wouldn't. Man, I took that flag home. I went home and I began to worship the Lord. I had a studio apartment mm -hmm. and worship the Lord with that one flag. Mm -hmm. And in the midst, the presence of God came into my apartment so heavy. I was, mm -hmm. I literally, I was like trying to do ballet and just, and, and just, just, I was just caught up with the love and the atmosphere was just so much free. And I, I remember I lay down on the floor and start writing poetry to the Lord and just, yeah. just was so in love with him. And I was like, wow, man, this really affected me to the point that the next mm. day I went back to the Christian bookstore and got the matching flag. Oh, come on. There you go. You know? <laughs> and I mean, the flag there was $45. I paid $90 for a set of, uh, yeah. for my first set of flags. And that really impacted me. Mm. I started researching, you know, the prophetic part about it and wanted to know, you know, what, what this was, what was happening to me. And, and um, I found a um, class that was in Queens at the time. It was in Queens, New York. And a lady by the name of Lynn Hayden, which is a pioneer in the dance community. And she was um, 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 having a, a workshop, three-day workshop. I think it was a two-day workshop. Mm -hmm. I was the only guy there besides her husband. <laughs> and like the women there, they were so glad to see a guy. Yeah. <laughs> this thing, you know? And uh, I remember them, they was just telling me about the flags. This lady, Lynn, did prophetic dance. I didn't know anything about prophetic dance at that particular time. She did a prophetic dance over me. She said no words. I remember she came and she started pulling stuff out of me like this. And I could feel it was like a cord wow. inside of me just being stuffed in, being pulled out. And then she would reach up into heaven and she began to deposit stuff so in cool. me like that. Boom, boom, oh, boom. And yeah. that pretty much was my start. Yeah. And you know, I, from that point, I just went and started buying fabric, didn't know how to sew. I was uh, just taking fabric and just, just, oh, yeah. just like going crazy <laughs> with my fabric and, and everything. Yeah. And there was one girl told me about a uh, conference, another conference that I should go to by Patricia King, mm. which was called um, um, The Glory School. And she says, you need to go to the glory school because what God's going to do for you, you need to know about the glory. And I was like, the glory, you know, it was something, the glory of God, you know, accessing the heavens and, and finding all about this. And I was like, okay, you know, whatever. I thought this girl was kind of loony. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I'm not going to this. But Holy Spirit just kept on on me. I, and I, I registered the last day. It was a two-hour drive to, uh, to Long Island. I went to that class. And I took all of my flags. I, don't, I think I had maybe two flags at that time, but I had a lot of fabric. And my fabric wasn't hemmed. It had strings all around it. But I'm a guy, and I, that to me didn't make a difference. Yeah, know? I know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Patricia prophesied to me every single day wow. in that class, you know, and I was just the wild man in the I got in trouble in the class <laughs> for being so wild and being so expressive because the people in the church didn't know what to do with me. Yeah. Because I'm this, you know, this, it was just passion. Yeah. It was, I, all I could feel was passion and I wanted to express myself through the fabric, through the colors and through the meaning. I didn't know anything of the meanings of, now I know the meanings of the colors and, and you know, what it all represented. But there, I was just in my infancy. And mm -hmm. um, I remember Patricia 
she told me that time at the end of the class, she says, you know, give me your name and I want to keep in contact with you because I believe that God's going to connect us together. Yeah, and, so great, you know, um, me and her, we connected. Eventually we went on down and I spent five years uh, with uh, Patricia It's been a part of Extreme Prophetic. And that's really where the flags and stuff start taking off and yeah. um, and, and doing that. That's how I pretty much how I got into doing Amazing. flags and banners. Yeah. So my question, it's sort of going to be a two a two parter. So the producer of this show, Illumination, she um, she's flags as well. Um, and she said, in my experience of flagging, I've seen more women flag than men. But as I was looking at Caleb's page, I noticed many men moving in dance and flags to minister. And then do you have any thoughts on why there seems to be a gender separation in dance and flags and worship? And do you see that changing as well? Um, yeah, it's uh, it, it is changing. Um, one of the reasons, because predominantly within the church, the quote unquote church, whatever spectrum you are in the church, because yeah. that's a that's a wide spectrum. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, just in the basic church, if we just went to the basic church, women have predominantly been our intercessors. Mm. Women has predominantly been the ones in leading the way in dance, uh, prayer. And movement, men has all have always been kind of like on the outskirts, you know. And mm -hmm. and so, if, when you take the whole indoctrination of, of flags, um, there hasn't been a lot of. I think the one one of the things that I I, I bring flair, I bring a technique, yeah. Uh, and so that when and then I bring the masculinity, yeah. uh, to the flags, and so those are things that attract men. Mm -hmm. If you want men to be in a in, in involved in something, you got to find other men to attract it to attract yep. them in it. So they can they don't see themselves in doing it. Mm -hmm. They only see women because they that's who primarily in the church have done it. Yeah. Because I mean when you actually think think about it, uh I'm, I'm trying to be um politically correct. A lot of times within our churches, um Men will get talked about, you know, if they they may think that they're gay or whatever, yep. however you want to yeah. call it. I was actually going to ask you, uh, like, so you're you're safe, man. Just say whatever whatever you want. You're good. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Don't worry about Just, offending people. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Predominantly within the church, you 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 and the the men and, and there's a there's such a a, a broad spectrum and I, and and I deal within a lot of different uh, um, spectrums of the church denominations and yeah. different denominations, mm -hmm. different races and different, I go into black, white, mixed, mm -hmm. Asian, all different churches. Yeah. I know within the black church, whenever we've had uh, men involved into the arts, just say the arts in general, yeah. there has been a, ta a touch of femininity mm -hmm. uh, in that. And so that doesn't attract men. Yeah. Men want to stay away from that because it just- You gotta be gruff and tough, you gotta- Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And so with when I do flag, I've had so many men come up to me and say, you know, I never thought about doing flags until I saw you doing flags. Man, come on. How do you do it? And I've had other some men say, hey, you're doing the same movements that I do in karate when I'm doing nunchucks. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, exactly. And they can yeah. see the movements and yep. everything that I'm doing and they relate to it. At, um and even like with, with the swing flags, the swing flags are so close to doing poi. And when you start getting involved with with people like that goes to festivals and stuff like that who are not believers, they do coin. And so the movement with coin. So as people have come into the church and have become believers, a lot of times as believers, we think that we have to drop the things that we did when we were in the world system when we come into the church. Mm. And dance has been one. And you, mm. and if you go into the dance community outside the church, there is a vast number of men that dance and that do. From hip hop dance mm -hmm. to cropping to all the dance, yeah. but when you come up into the, the 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 church world, it's like very few, yeah. very limited. But that has been changing, and that has been growing within the church as more men who are 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 men, yeah, are, are, you know, masculine. Let me not say who are men who are, have a masculine uh, um, persona about them. And their movements are masculine. Their movements are sharp. Yeah, they are men. If you go back to the Bible days, go back to like the kingdom days, 
the the uh 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 armor the um standard bearers they call them standard bearers was men mm. they carried the flags yeah they carried the banners and they were a uh, people of royalty they were not peasants they were a part of the royal court everywhere the king went his standard bearers mm. went with him to mm. tote the standard right. of the kingdom and, right. it, and it displayed the, the uh what the kingdom stands about and that's one of the things that flags represent it gives identity to people of of of, of what the kingdom is United States isn't a kingdom, we're a republic, but yeah. we have a flag. It yeah. gives us identity. People know mm -hmm. if you raise that flag, it stands for freedom, freedom of mm -hmm. justice, freedom of speech, freedom yeah. of religion, freedom mm -hmm. to come from poverty and become the richest man on. up on the yeah. face of the earth. So that's what it represents. That's why people are, are, are knocking the doors down, trying to get into America, because what our flag represents yeah. and the, the importance of, of, of our flag. And um, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Man, I, I I'm I love it, you know. And so, um, my it's a comment that I had made to you before we got started was that I've, you know, I grew up, you know, in a very like it was Lutheran, and then it was like a little bit more charismatic than that, but yes. not really, you know. And then eventually, it was just like I started having experiences with God, and I couldn't deny them, and it was just like, you know, all the walls came down. But, um. I've never had an issue with flagging like ever, like some people get uncomfortable with it, especially if they come from like a Lutheran background, for example, they're like, yeah. oh. I just had never had an issue with it. I was like, yeah, that's people's, uh, you know, way of expressing during worship. But looking through some of your, your videos, I I've been really like, you know, I think there's more to it than that. Um, so my first question to kind of go back a little bit is yeah. why, flag what is the importance yeah. of flagging okay so um flagging there's a there there's a few parts there's celebration mm. you flag for a celebration a yeah. party you know <laughs> let's celebrate jesus let's yeah. celebrate you know uh, ain't no party like the holy ghost party because yeah. the holy ghost party don't stop <laughs> celebration intercession um in the, in the bible when the enemy comes in like a flood the spirit of the Lord will raise a standard. That word, their standard, is the word noose, which means a a a a a a, a which the word noose causes the enemy to flee. It mm. is a sign. It is a symbol. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will raise a standard. Hands lifted up, you know, like 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 this. And you know, when um, if you go even go to the part where Moses was standing watching the fighting, you know, and the, he's fighting the Mobites, the Ebites, and all the Ites, you know, and uh, he would raise his hand like this. And every time he raised his hand, they would begin to win the war. When his arms would get tired, he would put his arms down. He knows they would begin to lose the, lose the war. Mm -hmm. Aaron and her came and sat on the side of him, raised his hands up in the air. And, and as they held his hand, they began to win the war. Intercession, intercession, intercession and warring are pretty much almost uh, synonymous. You know, so when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will raise a standard. I've been in uh, um, places in different times when I didn't even have a, 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 a banner. I didn't have a flag. But I went back to that scripture where Moses didn't have a, 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 a banner. He didn't have a flag. He didn't have anything. Mm -hmm. But he said, I call this place Jehovah Nisi. God is my banner. So mm -hmm. sometimes if you, so you are the living banner. You are the representation of Jesus Christ in the earth realm. That is what a flag means. That's what a banner means. It yeah. gives identity of, to us as a nation, as a people. We are not of this world. We are part of another world. We are part Come of the on. kingdom of heaven. So we Come represent on. the kingdom of heaven. And so it's, it's um, intercession. <laughs> it's warfare. It's celebration. It's a place of healing. Healing. Jesus uh, mm. said uh, in John 3, right after John Three six uh, John three sixteen is John three fifteen. He says, "If I am lifted up, you know." He says, "Just as it was in the day of Moses." He says, "If I am lifted up, I will draw all men unto me." Mm -hmm. And he referenced that because uh, Moses, when all the, uh, the, 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 the 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 Egyptian people they were coming into the land and they were begin to uh, mumble and complain, 
and God sends snakes into the land and they begin to bite the people. Moses went to God and he says, God, what, 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 what can we do? What can we do? He says, kill two snakes, put them up on an ensign. An ensign is a rod, it's a staff, it's a sign, it's a symbol and raise it up. And as they look to, up unto that, they will be healed. So yeah. Jesus references this. So Jesus is the healer. If I am lifted up, I will draw healing. I will draw all men unto me. So it's a place of healing. Mm. <laughs> Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash donate. It gives, and I even said it gives us identity. Every nation has a standard. Every nation has a banner, has a flag. Mm -hmm. It gives them identity of who they are with the least amount of words. This comes from the Bible. Back in when they were setting up, up setting up in and around of, of the of the um of the ark of the, 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 the Moses when they had all the tribes sitting around in, in oh, the, yeah, yeah. around the, uh, the, uh, the Ark of the Covenant and, and mm -hmm. all that. He said every tribe have yourself a standard to give you identity so that people know where to go where uh, where where their home is so it gives us identity mm. that's it's so a place good of safety mm. it's a place of refuge if you're in a foreign nation and you let's just say our war breaks out and you need to find a place of safety you need to find a place of refuge you need to find a place where the where you know the, whether it's the Chinese or the or or the Russians are coming after you, you're gonna look for a flag where the United States Embassy is. Mm. Where that embassy is, where that flag is, is considered U.S. soil. And how many times you've seen movies where you where you see a spy? If they can get to the U.S. Embassy, yeah. it's the <laughs> embassy you have safety there. You got safety yeah. there. Yeah. Once you run into that, Jesus says, "I am." your refuge come on if i am lifted up i am the place that would draw all men unto me i am refuge it's a place mm. of safety everywhere whether everywhere the kingdoms where the king's standard is fly, is flying there is where the, uh there is a, a safety at if mm -hmm. if you look at the old testament the each king had a lot of territories and when he took over a new territory the first thing that they did was raise their standard mm -hmm. in and throughout the uh in and throughout that land because that let other kingdoms know that if you mess with this village you're messing with this kingdom mm -hmm. and we will you know take uh, revenge on you just like we have territories yep. here in america Puerto Rico, you know, the Virgin Islands, Guam, all of those places are waving a United States flag. Anybody mess with those territories got to mess with America. Mm -hmm. Same thing with the kingdom of heaven. He mm -hmm. has given us the, uh, 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 the uh, commandment to go and to multiply, multiply the earth, multiply that so that the earth resembles heaven. We are mm -hmm. to make the earth resemble heaven. Therefore, that's where we are kings and priests. As a king, I am going to God and establish the kingdom of heaven everywhere I go. As a priest, I minister to God directly. We have a conversation. I'm worshiping him and I'm loving him. So I go out and I establish the kingdom of heaven. When I establish the kingdom of heaven, I begin to set a flag out. I set, set that I say, hey, uh, this now this land belongs to heaven. Mm. Now this land belongs to the kingdom Man. of heaven. In, in intercession, when you take a flag in intercession, once you have broke broke forth in a place of intercession, break forth over that place, you set your flag down. You say, okay, we, we, uh. we, we just made a movement here. We take this territory. We took the territory of the moon when we landed on the moon. Mm -hmm. The first thing we did when we landed on the moon, we took our flag, we put it in the ground, <laughs> and we said, we have arrived. <laughs> Same thing you do in intercession. Yeah. When you have pushed and pushed and pushed forward, you put that flag down and say, okay, we just made, we, we, we're not going back there. We're not going back there. Yeah. How many times have you, I mean, you've ministered to people say, and they said, they want to go back to the old. You said, nope, nope, we've already won that war. Yeah. We've already won that war. Yeah, yeah, man. Man, so warriors. That's right. Banners in yeah. Wars. When you're like, when I saw you doing it, just to kind of comment on, you know, the masculine aspect. When I was watching, I'm like, bro, you're like a Jedi up there, dude. Just like waving <laughs> those, you know. It's just, it's awesome. So, um, 
have, have there been times where the Lord has instructed you to go to a specific place and start flagging? Have there yeah. been moments like that? Yeah. So, I mean, there's been moments like that when God has said, there's been moments like that when we as, um, like with Extreme Prophetic, when I was with Extreme Prophetic, our whole intercessory team had their own separate flags. So um, there's, I, I, I can remember one <laughs> specifically. Um, I remember I was just going through just a lot of warfare and, and uh, we, me and my sister, we, when we would travel and go up and down, we would drive everywhere we go across uh, the, the United States. And I was li really looking for apartments here in California. And, and it was just when I had got here and I couldn't find an apartment. And it was just a lot of stuff going on. And as we came back into California, as soon as we crossed over that California line, I told my uh, my friend Spring, I said, Spring, pull the car over. I'm going up here on this hill and I am going to release. I have a, a flag that is a white and um, it's like a the the black and white checkered flag with mm -hmm. the finish line. Yeah. And the and what what it represents for me, what God said it represents, it is finished. Mm. We are victorious. You know, so I as soon as we crossed over that line, I just began to wave that flag. Boom. Says it is finished. It is finished. It is finished. Uh, I've been to Hawaii and, and with with my friends in Hawaii, and we've taken flags and go to high point, go to high places, and just begin to release that flag, what it represents, and in through the in through the atmosphere, because it's marking out your territory. Mm. You're marking out territory. You're claiming that territory for 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 the kingdom. I I, I know friends that have gone to places uh, that are, you know. Um, God has told them to go to mountaintops, you know, and, and pray and take your flag, take your shofar and blow and release in, in, in and through the atmosphere. Mm. Uh, even when we, one of the outreaches we go to in Burning Man, before we, when we have our uh, territory, they give us a, a plot of land and we begin to, we walk those, that land in a circle with our, with our, and I've taught everybody on the team with flags, so pretty much everybody on our Burning Man team has flags and they began to we just flag and we mark out our territory mm. because that's what flags does. It, mm. That's one of the reasons, marking out your territory, yeah. you know, driving away the occupancy of the enemy. And see, one of the things I even forgot to to put in there with flags, at the basis of flags is praise. Okay. Because you are a praiser. Praising, you're moving, you're 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 dancing, you're moving your circle, flags around in a circle, and you're just releasing. So praise drives out the occupancy of the enemy. According mm -hmm. to Genesis 49, verse 8, Judah, you are the one, your hand is on the neck of your enemy. Judah being praised. When you praise, when you release, when you dance, when you movement, when you're doing that. You're driving out the mm. occupancy of the enemy, a wave off, releasing the fragrance, yeah. in, in, fragrance that drives out the occupancy of the enemy. Mm, man, honestly, man, like everything you've been saying, I'm like, dude, I get it. I get it now. <laughs> like, like it, I just had never thought of this before. Like all these things and you're giving scripture references and I'm just like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. talking about flags, marking territories and man, it makes so, so much sense. So, okay, there's something that you mentioned, uh, you know, one of the ways, you know, one of the things with flagging is, is can, can release healing, right? Mm -hmm. So talk about that, man, because like that was something that was new to me as of like a couple of weeks ago when I was looking you up. I'm like, people get healed with flags? Like, yeah, awesome. So um, flags and, and healing. So green. Like for instance, the color green represents healing. It rep represents a new beginning. It represents prosperity. Um, so green is healing. I, I have a good friend of mine, he's a therapist. His whole office is painted green. And he said for that particular reason, because the vibrations of the color green is the releasing healing. Mm. So in, in when I was telling you about um, when the snakes begin to go into the land, when the snake bit the people, uh, and to when the when the Egyptians and they were going, I mean, when the children of Israel, when they were going through to, to the land and they were mumbling, complaining, God released the snakes into the land. And Moses, he asked, Moses asked the Lord, what should we do? He says, put two snakes upon the, dip it in bronze and put it up and it will bring healing to the people when they look upon it. 
And so there's our reference for it. And Jesus, that was Old Testament. Jesus also references that once again in John's, I think it's John 3.15, where he says, it, just as it was in the day of Moses, if I am lifted up, I will draw all men onto, mm. onto me. Uh, so therefore we have healing. I, even before I had that revelation of that, a place of healing, um, I remember a friend of mine told me uh, that she was praying for someone. She said, would you pray for me? Pray with me for this person. And I went home and I got out my flags and I be, just began to move them around, move them around and just, I could, I could see this person as I was praying for them and I was flagging over them. Wow. And as I flagged over them, I would just, I didn't have to say words. I just released healing because mm. you're releasing the fragrance. Mm. Healing, healing is, is, is an enemy. It's the enemy causing uh, affliction on our body in some mm -hmm. kind of way. So you're releasing the fragrance, the incense that drives out the occupancy of the enemy. That's what praise does. It drives the enemy out. High praise drives the enemy out. Mm. Judah, your hand will be on the neck of your enemy. So when you need healing, just release the praises of the Lord over. Mm. God, I praise you for healing. God, I praise you and magnify you for healing. Mm. You are the healer. You are the one, the healing. You are the healer. Just begin to praise the healer. You, you know, with the with the green flags, with the flags, and as you wave them, it's a sign. It's a signal. Mm. It ushers in the presence of the Lord. Mm. So if there have been times when you've, say you've gone somewhere, and the Lord is like, I want you to, I want you to go over there and I want you to, I want you to flag up over there. I don't know what, how God says. And well, he'll say flag over different people. Yeah. Uh, and just release, um, just sometimes I have no idea what's, what's going on and what's mm. happening. Um, I remember this, I guess I would say this wasn't the Lord that said, do, do, do this. But uh, we were in El Paso and there was a young man that, first of all, I met his wife. And uh, she said, hey, you know, my husband, it, he loves the Lord, but he, she was on the worship team and she was like, but he just doesn't get all the dancing and moving and flagging and stuff like, 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 like that. Could you just, uh, when you see him, you know, could you pray over him or do something so that he could, like, you know, get it? And I was like, okay. And I. A lot of times, I mean, I get that a lot. People say, hey, can you flag over this person? Can you release what, you know, because basically what you're doing is you're releasing the fragrance, the incense. My worship, when I when I flag, when I'm in movement, you're getting the essence of my worship. I'm worshiping God, mm -hmm. but you're getting the overflow. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, you're getting the overflow of my worship unto the, of, unto the Lord. Mm -hmm. It is a fragrance. It is an incense. So. I didn't know who her husband was. Uh, and I see this guy standing in the back of the church and I'm going around and just ministering with people with flags. And I had this flag and this guy standing at the door and I just blow as one of my flags, I call it myself billow. And I'm just blowing this flag and there's a wind that blows over him and I'm over him. Then I just take the flag and I wrap him in the flag and as I wrap him in the flag, this guy just tilts over and bam, he hits the floor. And then he went back, goes back. And I began to just go into, I, everything inside of me went into intercession mm -hmm. over this guy till I was weeping and wailing yeah. and, and crying yeah. over this guy. Yeah. So and, before you continue, and, I want to play the video. Cause I think that's the video yeah. we have. Yeah. Okay. So Michael, go ahead and play that video guys. It's like, woo, like you'll, yeah, you'll feel it. Teary-eyed, man. That was awesome. That, that I mean, just that was a moment. I, I don't. That was one of those moments. But the thing was, 
when after he got up, he got up, this guy, about five sets, went to my table, about five sets of flags. Man. And began to flag with his children. Come on. He had little kids. His kids had been to flag with them. After I left, he mm. began to go up on the stage with his kids and began to flag with his kids. He got released into a place of mm. freedom. Take, he is a soldier in the army. This guy ordered more flags for me. Then he wanted to know, he says, I want to know how to make them. He would start researching, start dying. I gave him the instructions. He started dying the flags, start creating the flags. Mm. And when he, he went to Africa, he took his flags with him to Africa because he was getting stationed in Africa for a few months. He would send me videos of him in his uniform. And that is no, that was like powerful to me to see a soldier <laughs> on the yeah. battlefield for our country, man. raising a standard Come for the on. kingdom of heaven. And he would send me videos, man. This guy, it went crazy. Mm. And that's how, that, that that's healing. That yeah. was healing in and yeah. of itself breaking down the the barriers of of of, tra of tradition of what you know whatever he was going through that brought forth him into a place of liberty a place to where to, from that encounter to wanting to buy flags and then start creating flags and then taking them on his you know when he got de deployed out to Africa and yeah. taking them out there and using them in that in, in that country man yeah and I you know it's interesting because like I said, I wasn't, I didn't grow up around flags, but I remember when I had started working for the Elijah list, we had, we, you know, every year we were doing these Elijah list conferences and you right. know, naturally all of the people who flag were all along the outside and I'd be running around with a camera, you know, just getting footage of the event. And there was one guy, it was like one guy in the midst of a bunch of women. And every single time I was near him, like I would just, it was like this overwhelming sense of peace like mm -hmm. like he was just releasing peace into the atmosphere i don't know if that was something that he felt specifically it was just you know the runoff of his worship but it was just immense peace so much so that i approached him afterwards and i was like man like i was so blessed by like what you were doing and i just wanted to thank you for if it was a measure of obedience that you're supposed to do it or whatever but i just want to let you know that like the lord really blessed me through what you were doing and that was the first time that i had ever experienced what you're talking about of like essentially shifting atmospheres and, and right. releasing atmosphere. Have you had a lot of people come up to you and be like, man, like, you know, like God totally released breakthrough in my life as a result of you doing what you were doing. I, I've had that. I have people come up and tell me, you know, Hey, I couldn't enter into worship. Uh, and, and, and they said, and I didn't have my eyes closed and I didn't want to open my eyes, but I felt Holy Spirit says, open your eyes, open your eyes. And I, when I opened my eyes, you had this flag. And this, and all of a sudden, everything I was going through just broke down. Wow! That was because when I first started doing flags, I had no idea what was happening. I didn't know what I know now, you know, and still I don't know at all, you know, because sometimes I'm in my own world. I'm, you know, I'm listening to them because there's a, I'm listening to the music, and sometimes I'm, 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 I'm sometimes I pick up what the the person on the keyboard is playing, and my I'm making the flags go to their rift. And sometimes mm -hmm. I'm hearing the drummer. And sometimes there's a warfare in the yeah. drum. And so I'm I'm going with the warfare of the drums. And sometimes, you know, I hear the guitar and where it's and I'm trying to do 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 that. And so I'm not aware of what you're going through, yeah. you know, or what what it's doing to you in the atmosphere. I'm going through whatever Holy Spirit is telling me in my mm -hmm. head and to, you know, to do this. But in the early days. I remember Patricia invited me to a conference. Uh, it was the first conference that I ever did with her. And I was really, I had been uh, really wounded a lot from flags. If you, when you talk to a lot of experienced flaggers, we've all been wounded and hurt from flags. And the point of going and, and being, expressing ourselves and people have told us we were being a distraction mm. or to go out of the way or you just trying to show off or you're just and you know putting it all on us that we're trying to do something that wasn't even in our minds so during this time i didn't want to be a show off and i was very skeptical about flagging especially about flagging in the front oh, I, said, yeah. I can flag in the back 
I can release what I need to release because if I'm being a distraction, I don't want to be a distraction. Right. Yeah. And when Patricia invited me to this conference, she says, Caleb, the whole stage is yours. Oh, you can wow. do whatever you want to do. And I said to myself, oh, no, she doesn't want to tell yeah. me to do that. <laughs> you don't know what you're asking. Because yeah. every time I express myself to the fullest, I got in trouble. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash donate and become a partner today. And so in this conference, I would literally, I would run to the center of the stage, do a little flagging, and then run back over here to this corner. And people at the, the conference between sets, they would come and say, hey, why do you run to the front and then you run away and i spiritualized it made it real spiritual i said well that's just the way the lord works with me not letting them know that all the time i was didn't want to get in trouble i didn't want to get put down i didn't want to get you know seated somewhere else because i was whenever that whenever i expressed myself in the past at that time i was saying i was being a show off or I was a distraction, mm-hmm. or, you know, I was just, it was just too much. You know, that was a good one that a lot of us flag is you're just too much, you're too much. Yeah, yeah. And it was people that came to me and said, you know, when you release this flag, I got this, I got this. Mm-hmm. And the, the one thing that stuck to me out of everything was this little kid had this drawing with color crayons and said, when you're on the stage, I see angels all around you and he drew the angels and i'm oh like my oh goodness. my god the enemy is trying to play with my head yeah. trying to get me in a place of self-doubt trying mm-hmm. to just because what i was releasing was bringing freedom to people what was bringing liberty to people people were saying they couldn't enter into worship but once they would look and the flag would wave because it drives out the occupancy of the yeah. enemy is doing what it's what mm. it's supposed to do mm. and, and 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 some people say oh, you know i feel so bad i keep looking at you i keep looking at you when you do i hope you don't mind i really don't see you looking at me but it yeah. probably seems like i see you looking at me but they say i keep i can't it's not i don't really see you it's not you i'm looking at but it's the color it's mm-hmm. the movement because even a circle uh, when you're doing flags in a, in, a, in a circle especially in a place of in a session called Hull, C-H-U-W-L. It's the only, yeah, it's the only word in movement, where, and the only word in intercession that that has movement. So intercession is a dance. Mm. It is a dance wow. circle. When you're doing something yeah. in a circle, and, 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 and when you're going into rifting to and fro, it says to rift to and fro. When you see those, um, 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 Jewish people standing at the wall. What they're doing? They ripped in to and fro in intercession, mm. and you're going in that yeah. movement brings in the presence of the Lord. Anything that's not moving is what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. So that's that's what built my faith up, and I still and I've started. You know, one of the things that I praise God for Patricia King because she was a very uh, um, um, a significant part in my life in through all of this. Um, and she says, you need to start teaching people. And, and that's, that's what got me into digging into the word and finding scripture and mm. digging into the word. Cause I, between the flags getting me in trouble and then I was DJing and DJing electronic music <laughs> and the church didn't like electronic <laughs> music that we call EDM today. Yeah, you know that was demonic. So I was just demonic all around from the, yep. <laughs> the flags and the dancing and the yeah. music and everything. You know, mm. yeah, yeah. And then so you you en- ended up eventually working alongside Cindy McGill, who we've had on this show as well. Um, yes. Working, uh, doing stuff at Burning Man, right? Right. Right. Yeah. And how many times have you been to Burning Man? Just once or more than once? I've been 13 years. Oh wow. So a lot. 13 times. Yeah. So let's yeah. let's let's talk about that a little bit. Before actually, before we get into it, let's we have a, like a four-minute video. And it's a lot of it is Sydney McGill explaining for those that maybe didn't see Sydney McGill's episode, explaining what they did, what you guys did at Burning Man. But there's a lot of footage of you in there with dreadlocks. So he's yeah, the guy with dreadlocks. I cut him off. Yeah. So, um, so Michael, let's go ahead and play that video and then we'll get into it. 
Okay. It's been so rich to live on this block, to build up this city with neighbors like all of you at Freedom Lounge. It's, um, it's offered consistent reminders of what we're up to and what we're capable of. And to be invited to see and be seen in the way that Freedom Lounge offers has shifted my world on the pile and beyond. <laughs> I got this vision back in 2003. I was actually teaching a dream course on an Indian reservation and I had a prophetic dream and then God spoke to me almost audibly the next morning and told me to begin to create stations where people could receive healing, they could receive prophetic word, they could receive dream interpretation or anything that they were going through spiritually, we wanted to be available to help them. We have the real answer. We're the ones who should be connecting to God to be able to answer their questions, give them a word, give them something that will guide their path back to the one who made them and loved them and died for them. We meet them there and then the Holy Spirit takes over and he begins to give them an encounter only he can give. And they come back, they bring their friends, they, they're rocked. It's been the most uh, treasurable moment that so far in Birmingham. I had a pain in, in my side for quite a while and that would come and go and uh, now I feel wonderful. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I feel great. It's just more affirmation that what I'm hearing without words is so easy to follow and that's the path of God, love, truth. This is like almost the definition of good. This is bringing uh, release to people's pain, bringing them love. And this is the work, this is like the core of it. Like to bring that to people, to spread that, um, that acceptance and that nurturing that allows growth and it allows our communities to flourish. This is 10 years for me. So it isn't like we're just a little invested. It's like, no, we're going to, to be present, to stand out more, to be more compelling. We have a lot of creative people on the team with good ideas. We want to expand our camp and we need tents, big ones like medical army tents or we need parachute type tents. We need another motor home that we can decorate. They call it mutant vehicles or art cars. And so we've got to have finances in order to support this. Sometimes we have lines of people waiting to get in. And so we want to be able to accommodate that. And when the windstorms kick up, it can destroy your structures. We have the supplies that have been destroyed by the winds. If you're asking um, how can you be involved, all of the outreach money is tax deductible. You get a tax break at the end of the year. It goes for the outreach specifically. We don't use it for other things. If you want to uh, be involved as a member or being able to go, um, I do workshops and training and let you get your feet wet with people who've been with us before. And there's so much freedom and peace and love and joy. And it's all the things that accompany the kingdom of God. Man, you want to talk about shifting atmospheres, man. Mm -hmm. There you go, right there. Yeah, right there, man. Yeah. So do you, I, I mean, what, what's been your experience? Like when you, you know, you'd mentioned before when you guys would go to Burning Man, you'd start to kind of establish your zone essentially, you know, yeah. start flagging. Was that something you started doing right away or was that something you started to realize after your first time? Man. Okay. So when I started going to Burning Man, I, I had no idea what it was. You know, it wasn't as popular as it is today, and it wasn't that much information out about it as it was as it is now. And uh, Cindy asked Patricia for two people. She would if she would give her two people to go with her to Burning Man because she started her own team and she had previously been with another ministry. And God had gave her a vision about you know she's described it in the in that video about going to Burning Man and raising up her own team. So she wanted me because I did flags. 
it was an outreach. I was on the evangelism, the, the, evangel the, the evangelizing team, but she wanted me because I did flags. And I was like, okay, that's cool. I went out there with my flags and Burning Man has widened, widened my vision, my scope, my spirit on God, on flags, mm. on movement, on the presence of God and how God loves people more than we can ever imagine, mm. how he has more invested in their lives more than we do. And if we're just a willing vessel, he will do the work. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, the, the my my first time out there, you know, with flags in Burning Man, just just to give you a little bit of uh, preliminary, I think Sid even said it in that video, but we have a culture of a no Jesus talk culture. Mm -hmm. And so when I say it's no Jesus talk culture is that like when we pray, we're not saying uh, in Jesus name, I pray. You know, reasoning why we're saying this and we don't go out there preaching Jesus, 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 is because this is a subculture. And a lot of the people that we come in contact in this culture have been hurt by the church, yeah. have been, you know, uh, you find a lot of pastor kids, PK kids out, mm -hmm. out there. And so we will call him, we will call Jesus the spirit of truth. Yeah. We will call him by the name that he called himself. So the the first experience with one of my flags, we had our tent, we have a tent and we set up this tent and our tent, we invite people in our tents for encounters. And that encounter can go from this to woo, this. <laughs> it's just all this been on Holy Spirit and what yeah. he wants to get to this person. Mm -hmm. There was this guy, I never forget, because his name was, his name was David. And I danced with David over flags, and this one flag had the Lion of Judah on it. No one said a word to David about anything, about anything. And I'm just flagging with the Lion of Judah. We didn't, we wasn't uh, talking Jesus talk. There was no Jesus talk going on. Cause sometimes it, we make, a, not a mistake, but just out of out of being used to speaking Christianese, right. it comes out. Cause usually a whole, the going leading up to Burning Man, you usually have to dumb down your talking uh, so that people can understand what you're talking, you know, Jesus talk, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, um, so, yeah. but I was flagging over this guy, and all of a sudden he says, the Lion of Judah, Jesus is the Lion of Judah. <laughs> and he got it. I was like, what the heck? <laughs> and then he just like, he, he got it. Oh my goodness. He got it. And that just let me know, you know, you don't have, Jesus takes care of it. Jesus will do it all. Oh, for man. Because he will reveal himself to people that wants to want want to be one that wow. wants him to be revealed to them. Yeah. I've That's... had a number of encounters out there with just just me and flags. You know, there's a there's a place where they call the temple. It's that temple of holiness. It's kind of mm -hmm. like that place where uh, they go to for uh, spirituality, uh, usually in the temple, to give you a little background, the temple people bring um, some, uh, like something to remember another person that maybe have passed and went on since the last Burning Man. So it's a place that there's, a, when you walk into the place, you walk into the temple before people get in the temple, because sometimes, most of the time when we get to Burning Man, we go 10 days before they let people in. We go, no, three days before they let people mm -hmm. in. You can go up to 10 days, but we usually ride there three days and we stay out there for a total of 10 days. Mm -hmm. And so you go to the temple and it's, you don't really feel anything in the temple because at that time it's just a structure. But as people add wedding dresses, pictures of people who have died, the, the, the atmosphere of the temple takes on a more mourning temple wow. because they are yeah. uh, 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 in grief and uh, it's just it's heavy if you are a feeler and you walk into the temple you're if you're not aware you're gonna be like yeah just you 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 you, you begin to take it on so there's been times i've gone to the temple just to flag just to release freedom just to release joy just to mm. release comfort and there, I, this one time I took the the doves. I have uh, flags that have a dove representing the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. 
and people are around and they're laying out on the floor of the temple and there's these chimes going on, going ding dong, ding dong. It sounds so uh, just kind of like, you know, euphoric and everything. And, and I take the flags and I walk out in front of the midst of people and the people are laying on the ground. It's like a sea of people. So I'm trying not to walk on the people. Yeah. And I get in the middle of the temple where the people are and I start flagging. And then as I start flagging, I flag it even more intensely, just whipping them around. And as I go, the the chimes are going ding dong, ding dong. But the chimes begin to pick up the rhythm of my flags, and they begin to increase with intensity. And I'm like, oh gosh, whoever's playing those chimes are playing them along with me while I'm flagging. And so as I as I feel Holy Spirit, you know, stop. I just start, and I start exiting, and I'm exiting with the flags just like almost like a military style mm -hmm. and holding the flag up in a military style like like you would like like you would if you're holding the united states flag and want the presence be, to be seen yep and people are like grabbing on my legs and my foot and everything as i'm walking out and i get around there and i see cindy and cindy says did you see what happened i said yeah that person was playing the chimes it's along with the rhythm as I'm playing the chimes. Cindy says, no, there are no people in here playing those chimes. <laughs> I said, well, what happened? She said, I don't know, but there was a wind that came in as you were flagging, and it's just like rushed. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Man. So a lot of the time, I, am, I have no idea what some of the times, most of the time, I don't have any idea what's going on in the atmosphere until mm. someone tells me, because I am just doing what Holy Spirit tells me. Mm. I'm in tune with Holy Spirit. Sometimes me and Holy Spirit are having discussions because he's telling me to do something and I'm like, I can't do that. So a lot of my movements come as Holy Spirit is challenging me wow. in doing the movements. Wow, man, man. We're out of time, but like, this is great, Caleb. Like, I, yeah. I just am so blessed by you know just your passion, and um, you know, I can tell you do have an anointing to teach people on this too. So, with that said, what there's people who are going to be like, okay, that's it. I got a flag. I, I, yeah. I. So, what would you recommend? Like, you mentioned you sell flags. Do you still sell flags? Yeah, I, um, I sell flags. I predominantly sell swing flags. I got one right here of swing flags, which really have no stick. Okay. And but they're weighted, and they're they're weighted so they fly really well. Oh, look at that! When I'm using them, wow! And they're really good for people who like go when you go abroad because or you're traveling because you can pack them up and pull them out. And I sell these now, and I also sell stick flags too. What we call them now uh, uh, the dowels or either carbon fiber rods mm -hmm. uh, and like that. But yeah, so I, there's a lot of different flag makers that are out there. I'm one of them. Yeah. I'm, predom I'm predominantly swing flags because uh, swing flags revolutionized my life because I was getting tired of flags. I was getting tired of stick flags. And I came upon swing flags and um, uh, this has been, uh, this is full time for me. I do this all the time. I do full time awesome. ministry. Tomorrow I leave, I'm going to DC to teach a flag class on, I teach people how to make them. So we have a flag class tomorrow and everyone in that class, I mean, on Saturday, everyone in that class will make the uh, set of flags and they begin to put their own DNA in the flag. Awesome. And so cool. it begins to take on their Very part of cool. their. So where can people buy a flag from you if they wanted? Uh, I have a website, which is calebbrundage.com. Okay. Uh, you can do go there. Uh, I'm on Facebook at Caleb Brundage and um, also uh, Caleb Brundage on Instagram. So a lot the flags that are on the website are very basic um, because I'm always creating other types. I, mm -hmm. a, lot, a lot of times I post other things on uh, Facebook also when I have just uh, um, some different ones. And then there's also a place where you can just custom order your own yeah. flag there on awesome. Facebook. Awesome. So everybody, the links to all that stuff you mentioned is in the description. So just click down there. You can get taken right to the right to his store. Bless Caleb and buy some flags and and uh, follow him on Instagram and, and yeah, man. Facebook and all that good stuff. So Caleb, um, can you can you pray for the people as you feel led? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. So, Heavenly Father, God, I just thank you. I give you glory. I give you honor for who you are, Father, because you are so awesome. You're so mighty, Father God. Father God, right now, by the power of the blood of Jesus, I just reach out into the airways right now, and I ignite creativity into people that are listening to uh, this right now, Father God. I ignite the creativity inside of them that would be awakened, Father God. For this is a season, Father God, that you are raising up warriors, creative warriors, Father God. You are taking our gifts, Father God, and you are using them, Father God, to tear down, to bring down the, 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 the attacks of the enemy, Father God. So I speak right now, Father God, to everyone, Father, that says, I am not creative. I cannot do anything creative. I speak to them, Father God, and said, you are creative yes. because you are made in the image of God. And God, one of his main names is he is creator. Mm -hmm. And so therefore, by default, you are creative. So stop speaking those words. Mm -hmm. So I speak creativity into the atmosphere. I say, awaken, awaken, oh sleeper, awaken the dancers, mm -hmm. awaken the flaggers. Awaken the other the musicians, awaken the artisans, Father God, awaken the army of God that does not look like the army of this world. For the weapons of our warfare, they're not carnal, but they're mighty through God for the pulling down the stronghold. Wake up the praisers, Father God. Wake up the intercessions, Father God. That let the intercessions know that they are dancers, that they're dancing, that their intercession is a dance. There is movement in intercession. Father God, and I release your power, Father God, to just come upon them, Father God, that they would be awakened to their true identity, Father God, that they are, 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 are kings and priests, that you have called them to be kings and priests, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Glory to God. Woo, man. Yes. Oh. Caleb, thank you so much. This has been this been great, dude, man. God bless you, man. God so, bless you too, brother. Yeah. All right, everybody. That is our show for today. God bless you guys. Be blessed. See you next time. Bye. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Click the link in the description for more info on how you can donate today.